This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, check out the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting to start talking about your retirement plans. Now, regular listeners to this show know that we talk about retirement a lot. And, you know, that's with good cause, right? Because that's one right. of our key expertise, uh, retirement planning. You know, oftentimes on this podcast, we'll go into some specific areas and talk about different strategies and different advice. But every once in a while, uh, I think it doesn't hurt to take a big picture, uh, take a big picture during one of the shows and cover some retirement basics. So with that in mind today, we're going to take a look at some of the foundational savings tools that people can use to save and accumulate money for retirement. But before we get to that, I uh, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony. Tony Shore, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for asking, uh, Peter. And, you know, I've had a great week, been busy, uh, really busy, in fact. I could use another three-day weekend. We were just talking about that up there, and I'm kind of fantasizing about a four-day work week. Wouldn't that be great? That would be wonderful. I think every weekend should be a three-day weekend. <laughs> well, so. I know, though, that you, you're you too busy for that. You love meeting with people and talking to our listeners. So, uh, and, uh, you, you, you're, it, I think you're always working, right? I mean, uh, uh, you kind of never stop though, right? Yeah. The mind is always going, whether I'm actually sitting at a computer doing something or thinking about some of this stuff. Yeah. It, it, you're always, you're always working and doing stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and you're right when you say we talk about retirement a lot on the show, but like you noted, why wouldn't we? I mean, a financial strategy is designed to make your working years a little easier in terms of you know, savings and insurance and developing income streams. But the bottom line is retirement for most people, that's the crown jewel of their financial strategy. And that said, I think the idea of spending some time today talking about these specific retirement savings tools is a great idea. So where do you want to begin? Yeah, I think you're spot on there, Tony, because it is the crown jewel, right? Retirement. A lot of people spend a lot of decades saving and scrimping to make sure they can, you know, fill up those retirement buckets so that when they retire, they have the 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 means to be able to enjoy their retirement. And so that's why I chose today's topic because most people in their lives are going to come up against all sorts of various ways to save for retirement, and this is good information to have. So where I want to start is the first tool, and that is a traditional. IRA, which I think is something that most of our listeners have already had has some passable understanding of or have some interaction with in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think traditional IRAs are pretty common, like you say. And in terms of who's eligible for one, it's pretty wide open, right? 
Yeah, Tony, the eligibility is pretty wide open. The easiest way to look at it is if you're earning taxable income, you can open up your own IRA. If you're one of those folks who doesn't have retirement options through your employer, the contributions that you make through a traditional IRA are often going to be tax uh, deductible. Now, the money that you put into an IRA may be invested uh, in assets like mutual funds, it could be in ETFs, exchange traded funds, or simply some sort of money market with a fixed rate of interest. You have the choice over how you're going to invest that. Now, the the beauty of an IRA and why it's special is first you get a tax deduction up front, which I mentioned, but also all the growth that occurs in that account, that's going to be that growth is tax-free. The only time you're taxed with an IRA is when you eventually take money out of it in retirement, and that's just taxed as simple um, income. Oh, okay. So, well, that makes sense. Now, I Traditional IRAs are interesting. There are contributions with them, though, aren't there? Yeah, there are some limits when uh, you talk about how much you can put into an IRA. So in, in 2020, the, the max amount that you can fund an IRA for is $6,000. Now, if you're older than 50, um, you can add another $1,000 on top of that for a total contribution of $7,000. Now, in that same vein of traditional IRAs, I want to talk about its its cousin, as I sometimes joke around, the Roth IRA. Now, a Roth IRA is a vehicle that allows you to put money money in, you pay the taxes up front, but the beauty with the Roth is that you're able to allow that money to grow tax-free, and then when you go and take the money out, it's also tax-free. So if you're in a situation where you're in a lower income right now and, and the tax benefit of a traditional IRA may not make sense, but you want to save for retirement, then a Roth may be a direction you want to go, go towards. Now, the other piece with the Roth, Tony, uh, before we move on, is that if you're in a situation in your financial bind, right, you need some emergency money, you can actually tap into a Roth. You can go into a Roth and, and take out the money that you've put in without any sort of penalty. Because remember, with a traditional IRA, there's a penalty for taking money out before you're 59 and a half. With a Roth, there isn't. So you also can view a Roth as a savings account, uh, emergency kind of fund, or a retirement account for later use. Well, that's awesome. I, I didn't realize that about Roths. Uh, it can be used that way. It obviously has more liquidity uh, yes. than some yep. of these other uh, retirement savings vehicles. And, and you mentioned, though, Roths do have an income threshold. Tell us more about that. Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. The amount that you can earmark for a Roth IRA is dependent on your income. And once you set up an author, uh, Roth IRA, if you make less than $139,000 as a, a single filer or a joint filer, the limit's $206,000. If you're below those two limits, you can contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're above those, unfortunately, you're not allowed to utilize the Roth IRA as a, as a savings vehicle for retirement. Oh, okay. So I see how it works. Now, I think it's been a good show so far, but we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you have for us before we take this break, Peter? I would just say, you know, as folks are thinking about retirement, right, these are the foundational avenues and accounts that people are going to use for retirement. And oftentimes, as time goes on, you accumulate different accounts. It never hurts to sit down with someone and kind of strategize about what's the best way to either uh, position the accounts that you already have 
or moving forward, where should you really put your money, uh, as you say, for retirement? So that's certainly something I'm happy to sit down and talk with folks about. Give me a call, 866-360-2724, or find us on the web at theivag.com and set up an appointment and start the conversation about which you know retirement account is, is appropriate for your situation. Well, that sounds great, Peter. And we've been talking about these various retirement savings tools that might be a good fit for people's overall financial strategies. And good conversation. I'm excited to keep it going. What do you have next for us? Yeah, Tony. So one of the things that I want to touch upon next is something that's oft overlooked in the IRA world. It's something called a spousal IRA. So a spousal IRA is a strategy that married couples can implement to increase their retirement funds. Simply put, if one spouse doesn't work or earns a lot less money than the other spouse, a spousal IRA is going to allow you to still save for both individuals. Because remember, an IRA is tied to earned income. And you have to have a high enough earned income to be able to put money into an IRA. But with a spousal IRA, those contribution limits um, and contribution income amounts are based on household numbers, not individual numbers. So it's a perfect way where if you have a couple that one is a high earner and one, let's say, stays home for whatever reason, you're still able as a household to maximize your retirement savings via two IRAs. So uh, for a couple older than 50, they could stock away $14,000 in their IRAs in any given year using the spousal um, contingency in the tax code. Oh, wow. A spousal IRA then sounds fairly straightforward, but probably another area where sitting down with somebody like yourself, a seasoned financial professional, to talk about the pros and cons makes a lot of sense. Uh, What's the next retirement savings tool? So, so the last one I want to touch on when we talk on the individual side is uh, a tool called the fixed indexed annuity. You know, at its most basic level, an annuity is a contract, right, between an insurance company and yourself that is a way that's going to create some sort of income as well as other guarantees that you're going to use down the road. Now, a fixed indexed annuity, there's some some cool benefits to you to it as you are saving money for uh, retirement. So, the first is that it allows for growth. Right as the market grows, uh, your uh, money is also going to grow because it's attached to a market index. But what's very interesting is that it has downside protection. Meaning, if the market goes down, the money in this fixed index annuity you're not going to see go down at all. It is it is completely protected to the downside. So it's a great way to grow your money without having to deal with the you know the market uh, going into a downward spiral. Especially, that's especially powerful if you're approaching retirement within that last 10, five to 10 years where we really need to make sure we preserve the money that's been saved. The last piece I'll mention about fixed index annuities, oftentimes you can attach something called an income rider. And this is a really powerful tool for people because it's going to allow them to create a stream of annual income for the rest of their life and often their spouse's life, even if the account runs out of money. So you're able to create essentially your own stream of income on top of other saving sources as you approach retirement. It's a pretty powerful tool and they can be in the form of an IRA or in just a a regular non-qualified account. Okay. Uh, Fixed index annuities. I know they're a really popular retirement vehicle right now with all the baby boomers who are retiring. And, you know, I know that they have a lot of different options depending on people's you know, specific situations. And like you're always saying, it depends. It depends on everybody. Every situation is unique and different. That's why it's so important to work with a financial professional like yourself 
because you don't want to pass up a great option for retirement uh, and you want to make sure you don't get into an option that's not right for you as well. Yeah, that's, um, uh, They yeah, sound that, awfully good to me. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right on that, Tony. And, you know, certainly anyone who tells you you should put a, all your money into annuity isn't right, right? It isn't on the right path. You need to mix things up because you have to keep uh, in mind one of the... the side effects, or I say drawbacks to annuities, this is something that if you decide to utilize, right, there's going to be some penalties for taking money out. It's called a surrender charge. And so this is a strategy that you plan to use for a long period of time, which means you need to have some other accounts that are going to be more uh, readily available. So a financial professional is going to be able to sit down with you and show you how you can utilize all the different tools uh, as you move forward towards retirement. Right. And that's, that's key right there, obviously. Uh, I think that's really important. Now, you mentioned fixed index annuities were the the last individual (laughs) retirement tool uh, that you wanted to talk about uh, as far as that's concerned. So I guess it's time to begin discussing employer-sponsored retirement options, right? Well, I'm glad you're actually listening to me, Tony. That's that's good to know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I haven't I, fallen asleep <laughs> once during the show today, Peter. Oh, that's good. Thank you. The record. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I like to shift away from some of the individual vehicles uh, for saving and talk about some of the, the ones that you may find through your employer, or even if you're a small business, some of the ones that you could use. So the first one, uh, I think, is the biggie and the one that most people are familiar with, and that's a traditional 401k, right? Uh, For those who don't know, a traditional 401k provides the opportunity to contribute to retirement savings with pre-tax dollars, right? You get the tax benefit up front when you put the money in. That means your pot of money then is going to be able to grow tax deferred, and you don't pay taxes on any of that growth until you pull it out down the road. Many employers also incentivize participation by uh, matching contributions up to a certain percentage of your, your salary. So if you put in 5%, your employer very well may match that up to 5%. So for the contribution limits, you also have a much larger amount than let's say with an IRA. In 2020, you can contribute out of your own funds up to $19,500 or 100% of your salary, whichever is smaller. And if you're older than 50, you also can uh, put in an additional $6,500 into that that 401k. That's a huge chunk of money that you can use um, and save uh, as you gear up for retirement. Right. And I think that's really a, a good point. If you have an employer that matches your 401k contribution, you really need to factor that in and take advantage of it oh, because yeah. really that's that's essentially free money, right? Absolutely. So so I talk about you know the 195 and then the 6500 that does not include your employer's contributions, right? That's your contribution and then right. on top of it it's in your employer. So you can, you know, grow quite a big nest egg there on your 401k savings if you're utilizing the different vehicles and your employer's contribution. Right, right. There you go. So what's next? So I'll also mention that within the 401k world, there's also something called the Roth 401k. And with this, it's much like the Roth IRA, but you're using you're using uh, the Roth provisions within a 401k, which allows you to save more money, right? The, the, the uh, contribution limits are the same, but it allows you to save more money uh, in a Roth vehicle. And just as a reminder, the benefits of a Roth are that you can, you put the money in, and when you put that money in initially, you 
you pay taxes up front. But as time goes on and the money grows, you don't pay taxes on that growth. And when you go to take that money out, you also aren't going to pay taxes down the road. So balancing between using a regular 401k and a Roth 401k if it's available to you makes a lot of sense. Well, and so much of everything we talk about on the show comes down to taxes, right? All these retirement strategies uh, really come down to how is it taxed and how can you minimize that tax burden? You have to look at that. And, And let's not forget, Peter, taxes don't stop when you retire, do they? No, they, they do not. And, and uh, you know, I'll go back for a second. That's why, you know, you need to work with someone to figure out to make the call, right? When do you, how do you put money into your traditional 401k or your Roth 401k? Because you need to think about when are the taxes going to be lowest um, in your lifetime? Are they lower now or are they going to be lower uh, in when you're in retirement? And a lot of times, believe it or not, Tony, when we work with people, sometimes if you don't plan accordingly, your tax burden ends up being higher when you're retired just for various reasons. So it's not as simple as just kind of making a a random decision. There should be some thought that goes into it, and taxes are going to be a huge driver in a lot of the decisions that you're going to make. Well, that sounds great. Now, why don't we take a minute here, Peter, to let the listeners know, once again, I know you have that special offer. You're offering a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation for our listeners, and they can do that virtually if they want. And you'll have some reports run for them all at no cost, right? Yeah, so so we are offering, like, like Tony said, a complimentary session where we can sit down and take a look at what are your goals, what's going on with your different saving vehicles, and then I'm going to go back and put that together and do some analysis with a, a couple proprietary reports that we have, sit down a second time and share my thoughts with you. And there's no obligation to continue working on together. Uh, the hope there is that you're going to see that it isn't just... It isn't just enough to save this money, right? That's an important part, but really you need to have some sort of strategy. And that's what I want to show you um, that we can put together is a strategy for retirement savings. How are you going to continue to save? How are you going to take the money out strategically? How are you going to partner that with Social Security um, and tax strategies down the road? You know, we're talking about savings tools right now. I I can't tell you how many times I sit down with folks that are approaching retirement and, and they've got all sorts of different accounts from, you know, 40 years of different employment and they have no idea how to synthesize all that together to make sure that it's working in their in, on their behalf. And so that's what we offer. So if you're interested in exploring that, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the, the web at the IVAG.com. Set up an appointment. We can do that in person at the office or even virtually uh, if that's what you're comfortable with. Yeah, that sounds great. Now, we're talking about these various retirement savings tools and how some of them might fit into a broader financial strategy. How do you want to get this last segment rolling? Yeah, Tony, on this last segment, I just want to touch upon some of the options that are available to owners of a small business or self-employed. You got to keep in mind there are um, 16 million Americans that identify uh, as self-employed, another almost 30 million that uh, work for self-employed individuals. So that's a lot of people that need to use some different types of accounts for retirement savings. 
Yeah, I hope you're going to tell us that even though those 45 million Americans are on their own for retirement, they still have good options. Yeah, Tony. So the first good option for a small business owner who doesn't have uh, another retirement savings option for their employees is something called the Savings Incentive Match Plan for Employees IRA, or better known as a simple IRA. If you employ people through your small business, you can use this option to contribute to retirement accounts for your employees. You should be aware, aware that your contribution must meet one of two requirements, either a match, um, either match an employee's contributions up to 3% or contribute 2% of the employee's salary, even if they don't make any sort of contributions themselves. With a simple IRA, your employees are immediately invested, which means they have complete ownership of the money in their accounts. In addition to being a good recruiting tool when it comes to hiring quality workers, your contributions are also tax deductible. Well, there we go, bringing taxes into the whole thing again. And I think offering a simple IRA seems like it would go a long way in helping you compete against the big boys for great talent. So what's another good option? So another good option, Tony, is actually instead of using a simple IRA, sometimes a small business may actually offer their own 401k plan. You know, a 401k isn't just something that a big company uh, can offer. Figuring out whether you go with a simple IRA or a 401k is something that obviously should be weighed with a financial professional. But the benefit with offering a 401k to your uh, employees is that one, they're going to be able to save uh, a significantly more amount, uh, significantly larger amount. In, in their accounts, as well as um, saving you, the owner, uh, a lot of money in your ability to stock a lot more money into your retirement accounts, saving you on taxes, much more than a simple, I can, a simple IRA can afford you. Now, again, there's pros and cons to each, uh, but I wouldn't, you know, I don't want small businesses to rule out having their own 401k plan because it, it very well may work for them um, instead of a simple. So just food for thought. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that makes sense. And obviously, when it comes to all these different types of plans, uh, you want to see you know what where the tax implications lie. And I think if you own a small business or you're self-employed, you really need to be working with a financial professional, especially then. It's so important, right? Mm. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, because you they're going to be able to sit down and kind of weigh the different options and, and do the tax projections that maybe you haven't done before and then show you the benefits. You know, you have these plans certainly to benefit your employees, but you should also have these plans to benefit yourself as the as a small business owner. So, yeah, that prof professional uh, financial service individual in in conjunction with your accountant is going to be able to take a look at these plans and give you the best advice. That sounds great. Well, you know what? We're we're out of time. It, it flew by today. Is there anything else you want to add for us before we have to go? No, I think, uh, you know, I've mentioned it a couple times, Tony, but it, it doesn't hurt to say it again. If you, over the years, have accumulated all sorts of different retirement savings accounts, right? You might have an IRA over here and a 401k over there and, and maybe even a, a Roth in a different location, whether it be an IRA or a Roth 401k. That's great. But the truth of the matter is, as you approach retirement, you should be really thinking about how can you streamline things, combine these accounts potentially uh, to make them work in, in a better way for you in an overall retirement plan that is tax savvy, that's risk savvy, that's social security savvy. 
Um, and I would encourage people to give us a call, you know, 866-360-2724. Visit us online, theivag.com, and start thinking about uh, how to either take the tools and savings uh, savings tools that you've had and start using them in a different way, or which one should you be using to, to get to where you want to be um, at retirement. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.